0: Hey, hey, welcome back to Anything Goes with Allie Christie. So today I kind of wanted to recap my recent Wyoming trip and do a little story time. I met a super sweet type 1 lady on my first day, so I'll tell you a little bit about her story and then what that road trip realistically looked like with my type 1. And in all honesty, it was kind of one of my tougher trips with numbers, but we got the hang of it. Okay, so last week my family and I journeyed to Jackson, Wyoming, which is about... An 11 hour drive, give or take. So on the way there, we did about seven hours that first night, which wasn't really that bad. And then we finished out with four that next morning. So not bad at all. But my numbers obviously beg to differ. So before we left the first night, I worked out, got all packed, ate a balanced dinner, and probably about an hour after we took off, my number shot up out of nowhere. So, okay, no biggie, probably human error with dinner bolusing. I corrected, went to sleep, woke up, and it still hadn't budged. Gave some more, waited another hour or so, still hadn't budged, and now I'm upset. I'm like, okay, it's 1am, we've been driving forever, and I'm like, dude, pull yourself together. I've been doing everything correctly, why are you not coming down? And it eventually did, after literally pumping myself with an absurd amount of insulin, but when I'm upset, my hormones generally give me high numbers. And on top of that, I'm sitting in the car for hours at a time. So that was just not a great recipe for success. But we got through it. And then we're finally there. So day one, we decided to go to lunch in Jackson at a super cute little sandwich bakery shop, And I sit down and the girl sitting a table over starts very obnoxiously staring at my pump site. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I sit down and I smile at her. And she raises her eyebrows and turns back to her table with this awful disgusted look and I'm like, oh my goodness, lady, like, if only you knew. But I just want to remind y'all, type one or not, that you are allowed to take up space and soak in your sight. I'm all about spreading positivity and awareness, but some people will have mindsets that they refuse to change and that's totally okay too. But remember to keep your head up and just laugh it off and take up your space and own your machines and keep walking. You're all so strong and I just thought this situation was a good moment to share, that little reminder. But anyways, after I sit down and order, I look over and I actually see a woman wearing an Omnipod on her arm a couple tables over and I point her out to my mom and she's like, oh my gosh, you have to go talk to her. And I'm like oh my gosh, no. I am not about to go disturb this lady's lovely lunch. No. And she's like, no, no, no. I'll go get her. And at that point, I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, whatever. So she goes up and she talks to the lady for a while. And before that lady leaves, she comes up to our table and we start talking all about type one. And I learn that she played college volleyball and she had just graduated. But at her very first college volleyball game, the ref said she couldn't play because of her pump. And she was like, "Um, well, dude, it's my lifeline. I can't take it off. It's insulin. Please let me play. And he said, oh, no, I've seen those before. It's injecting you with heroin. And she's like, you've got to be kidding me. So her first ever college game she has to sit out of because the ref is convinced that she's doing drugs, apparently on her medical pump. And her parents had to fly down the next day and bring all of these papers to prove that she did, in fact, have type 1 diabetes. But, like, I couldn't imagine how devastating that would have been to not be able to play your first game. But it was really fun talking to her and talking all about pumps and such and learning that crazy story. Because, I don't know, I feel like we all have them. And it was just a good reminder of why I do what I do And just trying to spread more awareness about this disease. As well as a reminder that none of us are alone. And sometimes you really just gotta laugh through the craziness. So then it's day two. And we're going whitewater rafting. So we get on the raft. And I discover once already aboard this three hour raft trip. That I have a bad sight. And my number will not budge from the 300s. And the only way to go and change my pump is to go down this river to get back in the truck and then if it could get worse I remember that after my last fall off of my horse my pump cracked and there's like a big crack down the back of it in the middle so it's definitely not waterproof anymore but this is one of those situations where it's like what can you do so I take a breath and I clip my pump inside my shirt and we go down the river and I honestly had a blast, but oh my goodness, like just my luck. But no crazy story there, at least. When I got back, my number was down. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe my sight is fine. And then after that, we go on a trail ride. And my number finally did well. And we had so much fun exploring the Jackson Woods and being with the horses. And then later that night, we get back and I go and work out and my sensor decides to fail. And then I'm in the 400s after a workout. I don't know how that's possible, but it happened. And mind you, I have probably only eaten two salads today because we've just been so busy. So I was definitely confused. I was like, what the heck? How can this be happening? But whatever. I changed my pump and brought my number back down and changed my sensor and waited to calibrate it. And did I stay up till 2 a.m. to do it? Maybe. But are we happy and healthy? Yes. Yes. For the most part so i finally got to bed and numbers were good sensor was changed everything was fixed and then we were on to day three so day three we go on a safari around yellowstone and i realized that i'll be sitting in another van all day long and i'm like great how am i going to do this with my numbers this week so i'm like you know what let's just try low carb meals that might be the way to go for today Because doubling dosages is just not making me feel so nice. And it worked. So we had a lovely day. My numbers were great. There were no failed sites. And later that day, we drove back home and the car ride was great back too. So that was a good way to end it. But it's just so crazy how much you can micromanage. And yet still your numbers can be so unpredictable. And it's so easy to get mad at yourself and beat yourself up, and yes, you should always hold yourself accountable, but also, some things are just so out of our control, and some things are unexplainable, so don't be too hard on yourself when you have a week like the one I just had with numbers. One week does not account for your whole life, so just always keep that in mind. But that's about all I have for today, so thanks for tuning in, and stay tuned for some more podcasts coming out shortly. I was out of town for about three weeks, so a lot of new content is coming your way. But as always, for more information or more things all type 1, check out my website, typicaltype1.org, or my Instagram at typicaltype1. Thanks!